0: However you're tuning in or wherever you are, it's my prayer that what you hear helps you to love God, His Word, His Spirit, His Church, and the people you interact with each and every day. Thanks again for listening, and may the grace of God fill your heart as you listen to the following message. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for this evening. I'm so grateful for those gathered here, and to thank you for the worship ministry, Tim and Jackie and Mary. Lord, we just are so moved by your sweet presence. I thank you for how you move when they lead. And Lord, we're here simply to continue in that attitude of worship. Lord, help my words simply to be your words. And I ask that beyond what I would share, Holy Spirit, minister to every heart tonight. Minister uh, to each individual need. You know what everybody needs to hear. And so speak to that, we ask, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So we're on this theme of discipleship, and we're probably going to be on this for two, three more weeks. I had uh, the Lord just lay on my heart just the need to reorient ourselves with what, what did Jesus actually say when he gave the call to follow him? What did he actually say? Now, there's all kinds of things that people say on social media and on YouTube and the cultural spin on things, but what did the Lord say? And he made it real clear. He said, if you want to follow me, essentially, if you want to come after me, you got to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. He says three statements. But in Luke's version, so Matthew, Mark, and Luke record it, Luke gives us this added detail about the taking up of, of the cross that I think is so helpful. Because you think, you know, if you're, if you're out on a big hillside and you hear Jesus say, if you want to follow me, take up your cross. You're like, What's take up? What? What does that even mean? Luke gives us the detail. I have it underlined. Luke says, take up his cross daily. If anyone would come after me, deny himself take up his cross daily? And so that, to me, if it's something we do every day, that takes it out of the realm of something hyper-spiritual and ethereal. And that means, okay, whatever that is, got to do that every day. So the Lord's giving us practical instruction. And so what does that mean, take up your cross daily? Essentially, what I think he's getting at is we're going to go through seasons of hardship. We're going to go through seasons of, of difficulty. If you follow Jesus, you're not immune to difficulty is, is what he's getting at. And some Christians get stuck because they thought if they got saved or if they're on Team Jesus, then their life is easy. And, and we have to, as preachers and teachers and communicators of God's Word, we have to be faithful to say, look, we're not exempt from hardship, difficulty, et cetera, just because we follow Jesus, Jesus guaranteed we'd get into that. I think we do a disservice when we say, "Ah, eh, follow Jesus, life will be great. The Lord says you gotta take up your cross. So I think we, we really don't help people when we let them think it's gonna be super easy because eventually life hits, reality hits, and it's hard. I wanna give just those here in the room Those hearing the recording, those on Facebook, get a vision to be faithful when it's hard. That's really what he's getting at. There's times where it's going to feel like you're carrying a cross and it's hard. But the way we love him in those seasons is just to keep going. It could be a financial hardship. It could be persecution. It could be friends left you because you love Jesus and they don't, so they don't talk to you. There's all kinds of ways we experience suffering and hardship, but it is a part of the Christian life. And it's not just this random thing that Jesus says, I just need you to have it. It's to produce something. When we go through seasons of suffering, which we will, it's, there's many verses. I have one written there. I can't remember which letter I'm on right now. There's one written there. But suffering is to produce glory in our life. And so Jesus isn't some morbid, moralistic teacher that says, I just want my followers to suffer. Make sure you take up your cross. What he's giving us uh, an inv- invitation to, he says, if you will be faithful to follow me even through suffering, the glory of God will be on your life. It will increase in measure. You'll walk into things that you simply wouldn't if you avoided going through those difficult seasons. And so I want you to understand that if you follow Jesus faithfully, there will be hard seasons. It may be physical health, may be a relational issue, may have financial implications. Opportunities may close. Career opportunities may narrow because you make a stand. I'm, I'm going with Jesus, so... If you're saying I can't have that, it's either Jesus or that. I'm going with Jesus. By the way, I've never seen Jesus let me down if I do that. There are a few job opportunities I've had where I was just very clear. I said, look, I'm a Christian. I, I love the Lord. I'll work hard for you. Oh, that's no problem. Yeah, we'd like that. Oh, awesome. So at least, you know, on the front end, I'm a believer. And so if, if, You following Jesus closes something off or you lose something, it's always worth it. But in the moment, it's just like, ah, what do I do? Follow Jesus, even when it's hard, even when there's implications that seem negative at first. I'm telling you, it's gonna be worth it in the long run. It's gonna be worth it in eternity. Like we talked about last week, at the end of the day, we go before the Lord and he's the one that evaluates our life. No coach, no boss, no parent, the person we, we we report out to at the very end that matters the most, it's him. So you making decisions in this life to be faithful to him, it's so worth it. You'll be rewarded in this life and in the life to come. So that's the first thing I just wanted to touch on is taking up our cross. It's something we do daily. Jesus clearly invites us to it. But again, it seems kind of like, oh, what? okay, deny myself, okay, well, I'm not sure about that, and take my cross, okay, and follow you, okay. what? It's something we do daily. Paul said, you may remember this verse, 1 Corinthians 15, 31, Paul said, I die daily. Paul the apostle, speaking to the Corinthian church, which he helped start, I affirm by the boasting in you which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I have to die to myself every day. I, the Apostle Paul, probably the most spiritual man that has ever lived aside from the Lord and maybe John the Baptist, I mean, if you write most of the New Testament, you're doing well, okay? If you write the book of Romans, you're doing pretty good. Paul says, here's the thing, I had to die to myself and my sinful urges and so many temptations every single day of my life, I had to do that. And so if Jesus says, take up your cross daily, the Apostle Paul, greatest Apostle ever, says, I have to choose to die to things every day. It's something that's normative for the Christian life. We don't focus excessively on like, okay, what do I have to give up today? It's not this compulsive thing, but we have to admit to ourselves, every day there are decisions, we either go with Jesus or we don't go with Jesus. And the more we choose Jesus, the stronger we get, the more we mature, the more we grow, and on and on. I wanna encourage us. I don't know what you're going through. Some of you, maybe a little bit, I do. I don't know your whole story, though. But whatever you go through, whatever you are going through, purpose to be faithful to him. It's not always going to be suffering seasons. There are kind of ups and downs. My wife and I, we've experienced financial suffering. I've experienced physical suffering in my body. And all while following the Lord, and I've seen healings and miracles. I've also seen not healings and miracles. And you just have to be faithful when it's hard. Sometimes the suffering is not knowing when the suffering season ends. You know, you'd love it if the Lord says, "Look, I'm going to take you through a hard season, but it's just going to be a year." We almost never get the time frame on it, and so that, that even that is humbling and it's difficult. You get what I'm saying. Let's be faithful to follow Jesus, whether we're on the mountaintop for a season or we're deep in the valley. We're loved the same. But in the valley, when we're really being tested and we choose to love him, it really does move him. It really touches his heart. No one does it perfect. I just want you to understand that. There's no one in this room that just perfectly nailed it. The only person in the room that did that is Jesus. The rest of us, We do as best as we can, but we really do. We set our heart to be faithful. I want to touch on one other thing tonight because, again, I don't want to go long. I want to end this by midnight. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 10 or 15 more minutes. This is just me kind of trying to round out a few of the important things the Lord said. Again, the, the call to discipleship is another way of saying just the call to follow Jesus. But he said some things that just seem like what does that mean practically? Taking up our cross daily is just making those decisions to follow him no matter what. Whether it's a good day, a bad day, hard season, easy season, we're going to just set our heart to follow Jesus, come what may. Now another thing that the Lord said, and this is again, this is Luke's account of the call to discipleship, He threw out this statement that I think only Luke, or maybe Mark and Luke mention. But Jesus says this. He says, whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes. Let me say that again. Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes. What an interesting, almost like a biting statement. What I've found, though, is that for a lot of people, Jesus is just too offensive to to devote their life to. And the things he said, they're just too controversial. And so they kind of back out or they just, I can't go there. And so just want to be clear, Jesus stood for things that our culture does not like and it seems to be getting a little bit like the culture's turning up the hostility a little bit every year. The, the, the world and the systems of the world and the, the cultural spirit look at what Jesus said and say, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. But we as believers, were the ones going, no, he's God, he's right. We don't want to be arrogant about it. We don't want to be, you know, come across in an insensitive way. But but as believers following Jesus, we choose to say, look, if you said it, Lord, I believe it and I'm going to stand with it even if there are implications. And so I want you to just begin to settle in your heart. First of all, just to be unashamed of your walk with the Lord and and your relationship with him. There's always going to be someone out there that thinks you're crazy, (laughs) I mean, people... Anyway, I don't want to get too far off on that. There are so many people that are into so many things. If there's one thing to be crazy about, it's the Son of God. It's Jesus. If there's one thing to be passionate about, man, I'm a Bears fan. I love sports. There's all kinds of things I'm really into. But my main thing is Jesus. I mean... Does that say Jesus? I thought that said Jesus for a second there, your shirt. Sorry, Sasha. Oh, arrow. I thought it said Jesus. I was like, Sasha's really into Jesus. It says it on her shirt. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We'll just pretend that that's another way of saying Jesus. (laughs) Don't be ashamed of your walk with the Lord. I get that we can't just, you know, wear a big shirt that says Jesus into work every day. You know, we have to be sensitive. We, want, we don't want to be fanatical in the wrong way. We want to reach people the right way and all of that. But if, at the end of the day, we, we don't want to be the wrong kind of fanatic. We don't want to be like, you know, constantly rubbing people the wrong way. But, but if they ask us, like, like, where are you at with God? Are are you a Jesus follower? Have clarity to get, say, you yeah, know, that's that's he's he's my lord. He's my savior. He saved me from my sins. Don't be ashamed of that. That person, that could be the moment where they accept the Lord. You know, there's a small percentage of believers that are just gung-ho about sharing their faith. Most of us, myself included, we just kind of wait on those opportunities where people are just interested and we share from that place of relationship. And here's what God did in my life. I, I just would I would never want you to feel like you couldn't do that. Be unashamed of your relationship with Him. And it gets a little more complicated after that. And then be unashamed of what He said, because some people are like, "Oh, that's great. Okay, you love Jesus, and I'm kind of interested." But, but but what He said about various things, I'm not. I don't know about that. Here's the thing: you don't have to. Know the whole Bible and know how to answer every tough question and be fluent in Greek and Hebrew. Just tell your story and understand that people who are lost or who maybe have been hurt by the church or who are on the fence, we all have a part of our mind that needs to be renewed. Nobody has to fully agree with Jesus on day one, okay? But over time what the lord asks of us is to work through and wrestle with some of those things i'm like really you said that oh my gosh that's intense and to wrestle with those in our heart and emotions and let him win those debates that we go through in our mind and in our heart okay it's like okay if you're god you probably have a reason for saying that and i i disagree but but help me lord Now, he's not not saying, okay, if you're ashamed, if by the end of your life there's one statement you're still ashamed of, then I'm not letting you into heaven. No, it's nothing like that. We want to be unashamed of our relationship with the Lord, and we want to be on this journey of, Lord, teach me, because I don't get that. What you said is really intense. Help me understand that. And so just have your heart open because here's the thing. Here's what I've learned. Jesus said in John 8, 32, this is on the notes, I'm going to throw it in free, I won't even charge you, okay? John eight thirty two. you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And so ultimately, people's freedom is contingent on learning what's true. Okay, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If we point people to Jesus the truth and what he said, which is truth, they will grow in freedom. The more we try to kind of curb it and "Ah," you you don't really have to know that and you can just go. We want people to be free. We want people to have the most emotional, mental, spiritual freedom as possible and that's found in accepting the words of Christ. Okay? And so... We want to be unashamed of our walk with Jesus. We also want to be faithful to help people understand. Like, okay, if you want to grow, you have to come in alignment with things like humility, generosity. Um, I don't know your 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 uh, sensuality in all of the areas of life. If they come under the lordship of Jesus, then you have the most. Uh, you have the best chance to grow and become a fruitful Christian, and to have. A heart of peace with God. And so we don't, you know, it's kind of the popular thing to do. Don't say anything controversial, just kind of say buzzwords and get a big group. And I'm so not into that. (laughs) I'm so into Lord, if you give me 10 or 12, like you had, I want to just teach them what the Bible says, because that's where freedom is. It's not in cliches and buzzwords. I mean, it sounds neat, looks good on Instagram, but at the end of the day, how do we raise up disciples? And then how do we Have them make disciples. They have to learn the Bible. They have to learn what Jesus said. We're going to talk next week and the week after uh, about what Jesus said in the Great Commission. And this is just a preview. Jesus said to his disciples, you know, basically, go make disciples of all the nations and, and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What that means is, is immerse them in who the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are. Teach them God. The more we learn about who he is, his heart toward us, his heart on things, truth, etc., the more free we get. I tell you what, the longer I've followed him, because I've followed him for 20 years now, I got saved when I was about 18, summer of 99, the longer I have followed him, the more free I have gotten. The more peace I feel, and it doesn't mean I don't have problems, but just life is in perspective. And, I, and I've gotten... Progressively less religious. I understand that he's not like this harsh taskmaster whipping me from every. Ah, oh, you totally missed a minute of your devotional time. oh he's he's totally about friendship and being close to us. And so I've I've I want to help people know him and have a walk with him that is actually uh, really meaningful. And that's possible. I mean, if you think about it, we can have a friendship with God. That's incredible. Who would not want that? And so my very brief exhortation, I want us to understand, we do this, it's a daily commitment to the Lord. And there are part of that daily commitment, we do have to uh, die to certain things. We have to um, feed the right desires, say no to the wrong things. That's part of maturity. And also, we have to wrestle There's situations we might be in where it's like, oh, do I hide my thing with Jesus or do I might say something? And oh no, people are mad because Jesus said that. Do I not say anything? And and pray for wisdom in those situations. But at the end of the day, we wanna be like a faithful representative or like a faithful witness or a faithful communicator that says, no, I do believe that, and, and here's, here's why. I don't know if this is the best answer, but you know, this is why I think he said X, Y, Z. And there's a 100 issues. And, and you're never gonna make the whole room happy or everybody happy, but at the end of the day, what I've found is I can live with myself if I have the integrity to go, look, I'm a Christian, I really love Jesus, and I love what he says. I don't get all of it, but that's where I'm going to stand there come what may. Because in like 10 seconds-ish, I'm gonna stand before the Lord. <laughs> and I don't, wanna have, I don't wanna have to talk to him about how I hid my whole life. Like if he told me to speak for him and I kind of hid like half the Bible and crossed out another quarter and then only said like happy things, <laughs> you know. I, I, I often present it like this. What if you had a serious illness and the doctor hid that from you? You went to the hospital and you had a serious problem and the doctor, I don't want to say anything negative to you. You just go on home. We would call that a really bad doctor. And so as believers, we, we don't want to hide. There are serious problems with humanity. We don't want to hide that. But there's ways we share it. You know, you don't, doctors don't, aren't fanatical. <laughs> they just, here, here's the truth. Uh, it's bad, but we can help you, you know as believers, when there's the right time, the right relationship, we say, yeah, we're all very depraved people. In fact, the Bible says we're going to hell if we don't know Jesus. And I want to I work with you on that if, if you want to talk about it. And so there's hard truths. There's amazing truths. I mean, God loves humanity with love we cannot comprehend, but we've chosen another path that's all everybody everybody has chosen another path we've chosen sin over him and we need a savior this is the gospel and so jesus came to save us from our sins all we have to do is surrender this short life and we get life eternal if we surrender this short life to him jesus i don't understand everything but i'm in i love you and i want to follow you will you help me he says that's good now you get eternal life. And by the way, in that eternity with me, no headaches, no backache. I'm 40 now. I wake up, I have backaches just for sleeping. We're going to be in eternity, no backaches, no headaches, no like sinful urges. It's going to be like heaven on earth, literally. <laughs> I mean, that's just the best deal ever. Who would not want to be a part of that? That's where it's going. Let's be faithful to him when it's hard and, and let's be unashamed of him and what he said. That's the path of discipleship. That's the path of maturity. That's where the Lord's taking the church and ultimately that's what's gonna help the world the most. Can I tell you something that I've learned? Do you know how in Afghanistan, uh, the really intense situation, I think everybody's seen that on the news. Um, do you know that the church there is Exploding explosive growth right now in afghanistan why everybody people were so hopeless they clung to airplanes taking off the runway falling to their death that's how hopeless they felt there's such a feeling of hopelessness taliban taking over and there's a lot of fighting right now so where do people turn they they're turning to jesus right now all over afghanistan that the, the many Christian networks throughout the country that are very secret are growing rapidly. I'm telling you, when there is no hope, there's still hope with Jesus. And I want to be able to offer that hope to this world because when you take away all the props, people are still looking for something. And you and I want to be able to be faithful to say, you know what? I, I know things may be falling apart, but I, and I don't have every answer, but I know a guy who does. <laughs> and you, you really want to give him your whole life. Because the, the, the reward for the risk, is, there's no way to overstate. You surrender this one short life, and you get eternity with him. Unbelievable. Amen. For more messages like this one, please visit our online teaching library at gphop.org slash teachings. If you found this free material helpful in your walk with God, please prayerfully consider a generous donation. To give, please visit gphop.org slash donate. That's gphop.org slash donate. Thank you and may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you today.